Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. Welcome to movie news number 78. Let's discuss all the crazy DC news, Avatar 2's huge box office, and so much more. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're having a great weekend so far. There is a lot of news to go over. We got a ton of trailers, a ton of big news drops from especially DC, as well as Avatar open this weekend. But let's start with the box office, Jim. Starting off with Avatar 2, obviously, is now reigning supreme. The estimates are still coming in from international uh, areas, but we do have America's or North America's domestic take of 150 million box office, which was huge. Also, China was around 50 million just for Friday, 17 million dollar previews on Thursday. So we can assume that this movie is probably going to pull about 400 million opening box office weekend minimum internationally. So it could hit up over $500 million, which people think. And uh, $150 million domestic is kind of on the low end for projections for the film. But there are two reasons for it being that low. It's because, first of all, the runtime of the film is over three hours, so it's less showings. But also, uh, analysts have found that a lot of moviegoers, and we're actually included in this bunch because we were a little late to getting tickets. A lot of moviegoers are skipping the opening weekend because they couldn't get good enough seats in the high premium format theaters. And so a lot of people will be going the second weekend uh, for better seating. And so they expect a very good low drop uh, for the second weekend of Avatar 2. So that's why 150 million seems kind of low if you compare it to like uh, most Marvel movies and uh, major blockbusters. Uh, but it looks like it's going to have an excellent second weekend. Yeah, we were just so busy with our production that we totally spaced on getting tickets yeah. ahead of time as well as missing the screening at IMAX. But we're going to go see it probably tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. IMAX 3D, obviously. And there's no way I'm sitting on the side of the theater with these other tickets. So I think that's a really great uh, assessment by the analysts because we're in that category and we're a huge movie fan. So obviously we're going to do that. Next up, Black Panther still pulled in a $6 million box office weekend it's over 700 million internationally violent night pulled another 5.6 million strange world hit it, it's hitting an average of about two to three million a box office every weekend the menu pulled another two million so moderately successful box yeah. office for some of these other movies especially the menu still pulling two million for yeah, a weekend. yeah violent violent night and the menu have been holding pretty well for their third weekends and also uh the in this the uh, independent box office has not been released yet so we're not sure about the projections for things like the whale and the other uh, in, in art house cinema releases but we'll keep you posted with that in the future but i uh, we saw the whale and really really loved it we're going to do a mini review of it sometime soon so keep an eye out for it but we recommend it brendan fraser was amazing nine out of ten yeah. some premieres coming this week we have babylon dropping on december 23rd they had their world premiere as well as what else is coming out december 23rd the 23rd? Yeah, there's some, another really big movie. So we got Babylon, Damien Chazelle's new movie, which is going to be what they think an Oscar contender, as well as what was the other big movie coming out December 23rd? I, I just spaced. Um, I can't remember. Megan comes... Oh, wait, no. Um, Corsage, Vicky Creep's new film. Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody, comes out on the 23rd as well. Uh, Puss in Boots comes out on the 21st. Puss in Boots is going to be sequel. big. That's it for the 23rd. Okay, maybe I was yeah. wrong. Last weekend had, the weekend before had a few multiple releases. Okay, yeah. But now let's get into uh, more DC news. So we have some more specifics about what exactly is going on with DC. Uh, and what is going on with DC, yeah. Anthony? So it seems Lots like, of L's. It seems like it's going to be a total reset. And James Gunn and, I'm sorry, Saffron's the other head? No, it's, uh, oh yeah, Peter Saffron. Saffron, Saffron yeah. yeah. So it looks yeah. like they really are <clears throat> kind of just ripping the Band-Aid off of the DC universe and making their own new thing. Which I, 
we'll get into it in a little bit, but I don't think it's that bad of a thing. So, but first of all, Henry Cavill, as we all know, is out as Superman. He, I thought it was kind of, kind of shady how he's been treated the last couple months because Warner Brothers asked him to post that video of his return in October, and then they hired Saffron and Gunn, and now he's fired. So he had to post a, just a couple months after his return, he had to post a retirement basically video of hanging up the cape which is kind of sad i can only imagine how disappointing that was for him and everyone well was a post-credit scene yeah everyone was very excited in the post-credit scene in black adam um so that's just i mean it is what it is there will be more supermans there were multiple supermans before him that's just the way it goes there have been like nine james bonds unfortunately we won't, we won't be able to see his return i would have liked to see a man of steel sequel a solo film with just him but we can't get that. I mean, part of me thinks that maybe they did it on purpose to just try to get people to go see Black Adam and just try to hose Henry. I, I don't think so. I, I think that they filmed, they did all this in the late summer, early fall, and then they just decided with new the new management with Discovery. I think the new management were like, we need to hire new heads of production. So then they hired Gunn and Saffron, and they're just overhauling everything, I think is what it was. It's super disappointing for Henry because he loves playing Superman into like, oh, you're coming back, film this uh, end credit scene, and then post about it on social media yeah, and then three weeks later yeah. oh henry can you uh, say you're not gonna be superman because you're out yeah. it's 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 pretty bad how he's been treated um also news but he's a classy guy class yeah, act, class his, act. Yeah. his response to everybody was so positive and, yeah. and grateful so he's a classy motherfucker he's a great guy and also gal gadot and henry cavill's cameos in the upcoming flash movie have officially been cut and that's been confirmed by james gunn also black adam looks like it will not be moving forward in the new dcu uh, apparently the entire production for future of the franchise has been shut down. The Rock has even unfollowed the social media accounts of Black Adam. So the, all of the official Black Adam pages, he has not followed them anymore, which is a sign that he's clearly not going to be involved with the DCU going forward. And he's not happy about it to just blatantly unfollow the accounts. Yeah. Because that's a huge hit for him. He's been trying to make this for about 15 years. And yeah. then, yeah. But I think that uh, if they had, I, I think that if they had made a better movie, and it performed better, it would have maybe had a possibility of a future life in this new interpretation of the DC Universe. But that's just uh, the way it is. There have been plenty of one-and-dones with superheroes. It's just the way it goes. Uh, I, for one, was not impressed with that film. So I'm actually not very upset about this news at all. I don't, it's, I'm, I'm okay with it. And next up, uh, James Gunn revealed that he is writing a new superhero Superman film for DC, and it's going to be portraying a young Superman. So it looks like someone maybe in their 20s will be cast in the role as Cal L. Superman, if that's the Superman they're going to go with. So it's going to be a younger start for the character, because I believe Cavill was maybe early 30s when he was originally cast. And next up, James Gunn also wants to hire Ben Affleck to direct a DC film. They've been talking about it for a while. Ben Affleck is apparently very interested in directing a DC film, not necessarily starring in one, but I think he wants to do it as a filmmaker. And then James Gunn would love to have him on board because Ben has proven himself to be a very capable director. And so he's going to be involved in DCU, but not as an actor, not as Batman, as a filmmaker. Maybe he'll direct a Batman movie. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I think it's a smart move because Ben's a very talented director. I think James Gunn recognizes that. I mean, yeah. Argo is amazing. Yeah. Maybe gone amazing. Yeah. And the thing is, we, the town. obviously, everyone, most people are upset about this, and it's often being called like a dumpster fire, and DC dumpster fire is something I keep seeing online. The thing is, I don't see this as a huge problem. We got a lot of films out of this DCEU. Um, sometimes they work, sometimes they didn't, but this is the way things go. I mean, how many James Bonds have we had? We've had multiple Spider-Man. We've had so many interpretations of so many characters. There's been like five Jack Ryans and, uh, things reset, new interpretations come aboard. 
that's just the way it is. You can't the franchise can't live on forever in its current interpretation. And for me, I'm not looking this at this as like a huge like chaotic mess. I think that you know the future could be bright, and we'll just have to see what James Gunn and Saffron are cooking up. Until then, this is the way it is. You know, Henry Campbell's done, but he had a great run. I think that he will go down probably as a fan favorite as the character. Gal Gadot, I think, was a terrific Wonder Woman, but her time is done as well. It's just time to pass the mantle of these characters on to new actors. And it's something, in 20 years, it's going to be done again. And in 10 years, 20 years after that, it'll be done again. So this, is, I think, is just like a normal process for something like this. And it's Henry Cavill. He'll be all right. He'll be good. He's not going to be Bond because they're going for a younger Bond, but he's got his next project, the Warhammer project, which sounds pretty cool and he's very passionate about so he's going to be producing that and, and developing that for Amazon which I'm sure will be very cool and true to the IP and the lore but let's get into all this trailer news we have so first off a combination of a trailer news with a poster for Oppenheimer Chris Nolan's next film might be the most interesting poster I've seen in a couple of years it's a, a shot of Killian as Oppenheimer looking through the glass of what I'm guessing are tests of the atomic bomb explosion extremely bright light as well because this is going to be a black and white film with lots of reds and yellows for the fire and explosions it seems like and he's blown out which I thought was a great touch to, I'm sure a lot of footage is going, to, is going to be blown out to really show the, the power of the light that it's created as well as the trailer release is going to be an IMAX only IMAX <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love Chris Nolan so much yeah I can't, I'm, I can't wait to see it in IMAX, and uh, the Barbie trailer will also be attached um, before it as well for then, Avatar 2. Yeah, so Barbie teasers, Barbie's teaser trailer just got released. We finally got some news. Greta Gerwig paid homage to 2001 A Space Odyssey with her Barbie movie. It's we, very cute. We yeah. finally got a look at what the tone's going to be like. It seems like it's going to be a, a musical-heavy film. As well as huge eclectic cast, Gosling's in there, Simu Leo's in there, so it should be a lot of fun. It's blowing up the internet right now, but yeah, we finally got a Barbie teaser trailer. Yeah, it was, I thought it was a funny opening to reference the 2001 Space Odyssey opening. It's probably going to be a very successful toy marketing tool right yes, here. Yes, <laughs> Mattel's going to have some yeah. huge sales. Is it Mattel? Yeah, Mattel. Mattel is going to sell a ton of dolls and houses and stuff. Because Barbie's their biggest IP, and then it's like Hot Wheels, but mm. Mattel with Barbie there going to be unloading yeah. warehouses after it comes out. <laughs> and next up, Spider-Man Across the, uh, Spider Across the Universe released its first uh, teaser trailer. They didn't show much, but they did show that there are going to be so many different iterations of Spider-Man characters, as well as tons of different animation styles. Uh, I like what I saw so far. I thought it was so creative, and the animation looked really stunning, and I like the tone they got. I'm looking forward to seeing a final trailer, uh, but this was a great teaser. It was smart because a lot of it's voiceover with a lot of footage from the previous film, so they're kind of hiding not only a lot of the characters, but the different animation styles that they're going with for the next film, because like we said in, the episode, in previous episodes, they're doing six main animation styles to tell a story versus the main one animation style for the last film, so they did a great job concealing everything. And just give it a yeah, and next up we have a we have a new dinosaur movie. Let's go! So Finally, there's an Adam Driver sci-fi film coming out called 65. This is coming from the writers of A Quiet Place. It'll be coming out next year, and he plays uh, an astronaut on an, a long-distance expedition across the galaxy to find life, to right? Uh, exploratory mission. Yeah, to find a new planet. And so the 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 ship crashes, and he and one other survivor, a teenage girl, are the only ones who survived the wreck on this distant planet. At first, they believe that they are on an alien planet with some kind of monstrous aliens until they realize that they are on a prehistoric planet filled with dinosaurs. On Earth! And so it's just Adam Driver killing dinosaurs, it looks like. I was 
honestly, I love the trailer. I thought it was super fun. And it's like, why does Jurassic Park need to be the only dinosaur movie other than animated films? I think that this could be uh, something new to rejuvenate the idea of dinosaurs on film. It looks absolutely sick. Yeah. I heard about it from a friend of ours that was telling us about it like last week. And then I finally saw the trailer and it looks incredible. It really does. And Adam Driver just fits the action role. He fits it so well because he's a former Marine. So it just makes sense him messing things up with a gun. It just looks right because he's so tactical and knows what he's doing. And, I, and it's finally, he's never really had a chance to do that, I can think of, in, a, in film. Not that I can think like of. Like an action-heavy, gun-heavy role. It looks like a great idea because we last time we did, when we did Jurassic uh, World, World Dominion, we were talking about like, you know, like Jurassic Park. I mean, yeah, we love the characters, but like what this franchise has become is a bit of a disappointment. And like, they have a monopoly on the dinosaur genre, but then this trailer, I saw it, I'm like, finally... Someone's been able to figure out an interesting story with dinosaurs included to tell something other than Jurassic Park franchise. Let's go. It looks awesome. It's a great idea. It's pretty clever. And I'm all on board. I was yeah. like, let's go. I saw this trailer. I didn't know it was dinosaurs involved. And then uh, halfway through the trailer, it's revealed that there's a T-Rex hunting them. And I was like, what? I thought it was just going to be an alien of some kind. But I was like, I was pleasantly surprised. And it looks like a lot of fun. Another trailer that I was just saw recently for the first time when we went to see The Whale. I hadn't seen the John Wick 4 trailer, the, the main one Same, yet. same, yeah. It looks incredible. Yeah. I was screaming in the theater. I was like, oh my god, this looks crazy. Incredible yeah. sequences, incredible cinematography, production design. They're in the desert. They're all the different cities and everything we have. It looks like a lot of presence in Tokyo. We have some great Japanese actors. Um, we have... Uh, What's his name? Ip Man's in this film as well. So, like, the cast is stacked. Scar Bill Skarsgård looks like the main villain. We have another ticking clock. Uh, it looks like they have to have, like, a showdown at sunrise. They have to get there. And obviously, John Wick has to kill a million people to get there. But the sequences look incredible. The movie looks insane. It, it looks, looks so much better than yeah. the third one. It looks gorgeous, too, uh, filmmaking-wise. I, I actually was also saving watching the trailer for uh, theaters as well. So, I never watched it when it was released a couple weeks ago online. And I was honestly floored by it. And it looked like so much fun. And I'm really looking forward to it now. Because Hiroki uh, Sonata is an awesome actor. Yeah. He was just in Bullet Trains in The Last Samurai. And then um, Ip Man played by, what's his name? Danny, I'm sorry, Danny, Danny Chan. He's uh, looks like a main villain as well. It looks, yeah, it looks like um, Hiroki is going to be an old friend of John Wick's, and then Danny will be uh, a villain because they have, looks like I mean, they have Dan, a, Donnie Yen. I'm sorry, Donnie, Donnie Yen. Yen. Sorry, and then um, it looks like they have a great battle in it, but I think it looks fantastic. Next up, uh, we have another another teaser trailer for Scream Six. Didn't really give anything away, but it showed uh, the returning cast members uh, on a train with multiple ghost faces and in a crowded Halloween night. It looks like, and it's just a little teaser. They didn't give anything away, but it was just like. What's the appetite? Scream six. When will it end? <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Here we go again, again, again. We wasted again, no again, time. Again. <laughs> also, we have our origin story of the week. Winnie Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> is getting a prequel series on from DreamWorks, and it's going to be a prequel live action series, kind of like Paddington, but it's going to be a about series or franchise of series, movies. TV series. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. They might be a movie. It's a movie. I'm sorry. It's a movie. It's going to be like Paddington. And so, yeah, now we're going to know where he started eating honey and how he got that T-shirt. Where did Tigger come from? Origins. <laughs> Tigger origins. <laughs> oh, my God. Never ends seven, 19 weeks in a row. When did Winnie and Piglet become friends? We need to know. <laughs> where did Winnie learn how to speak English? <laughs> 
Uh, Deadpool 3, kind of news. So Sean Levy is directing this film. He was the producing all of the um, Stranger Things. He's been directing most of the Stranger Things episodes last few years. So he's directing Deadpool 3, and he promises it will be rude and violent. And those two words do not get me excited about this film at all. Rude is kind of like ambiguous. He didn't, I want to yeah. hear. I, I needed to hear vulgar. Yeah, he didn't That's say the vulgar. word I needed to hear. Yeah. This makes me seem like it, it might be rated R, but even if it is, it's going to be very tame. Because again, this yeah. is Disney now. This is not 20th Century Studios Fox owning Deadpool making movies this is a Disney film don't worry guys it's gonna be rude really uh, it's gonna be he's gonna be super rude he's gonna walk he's gonna cut someone in line at Chick-fil-a <laughs> he's gonna call someone a bonehead because so yeah that's actually not um the, very the word rude isn't really so much Deadpool Deadpool's yeah. vulgar not rude yeah and so, I'm just that those two words in yeah. violent obviously it's Deadpool movie so but those two words not exciting for me yeah they didn't confirm the rating in that sto- story so I'm telling we'll you see. I know remember I called that like I'm not sold on them being rated R you might, for this you movie. might be right you might they be right he would have said that it's gonna be rated R yeah I, I, this, I'm telling you man it's not gonna be rated R I'm calling it we'll have to find out next up the official poster for Ari Aster's new film starring Joaquin Phoenix has been released and it's called actually originally titled Disappointment Boulevard the film is now called Bew is Afraid. Bo. Bo, sorry. Bo. <laughs> Bo is Afraid. And it's a photo, it's a poster of clearly Joaquin Phoenix's character, but it seems to be a DH version of him too, like a teenage version of this character. And it's very interesting. I love the title and the tone. Uh, well, I'm curious to see the trailer. I can't wait to see what the uh, the film looks like. Some more Avatar news. So James Cameron says that Avatar 3 is 95% filmed and he has a nine-hour cut of it along with the first act of Avatar 4 is filmed and he's trying to cut it down and all the script and producers have read through to Avatar 5. Yeah, and apparently the studio executive uh, who's in charge of production read the script for Avatar 5 and said it was the best one. Wow. So we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. I cannot wait to see Avatar tomorrow, dude. I'm so excited. I'm really excited, honestly. Next up, Timothy Chalamet posted a photo in the desert confirming that Dune, t- Dune 2 has wrapped production. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, that hurt. <laughs> Cannot wait. Dude, how you doing? And it was cute. It was a photo selfie with his dad yeah. in the desert. His dad must be so proud. Yeah, I know, right? His parents probably... It's yeah. funny, he looks just like his dad. His dad's got great hair as well. Like yeah. a thick head of hair for like an older guy. His sister and him look a lot alike too. His sister's an actor as well. Next up, news about Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. The first footage will be shown before IMAX showings of Avatar The Way of Water. It's not going to be a trailer. It's going to be a combination of footage from the film as well as behind-the-scenes documentary-style footage of the pr- filmmaking process. Injected into my wait. veins. There's so much fun stuff. we it before go. Avatar. Give me a drip of this. It's going to be a great. I'm so excited for next year. It's going to be a, Holy a, crap. a great experience going tomorrow. Johnny Depp reprises his Jack Sparrow role in a Make-A-Wish video he put on the eyeliner, his wig, and his hat, and his costume for recording a video for a young fan. This is something that he loved to do when he was playing the role. He would often go to hospitals with the full wardrobe on and visit children. And it's such a heartwarming thing to do. And Johnny Depp seems like such a good guy trying to help kids like this and just make their days. He always has been, too. Yeah. There's some of the most touching videos when he goes to hospitals and does stuff like this because yeah. not a lot, not a lot of actors do this kind of stuff. Like him and Chris Pratt are big on it, and you you would assume that other actors did it too who play like interesting characters. Yeah. But I think it's a really sweet thing to do. And what's interesting is like those two especially they they're not they don't go there and have like people take photos of them to broadcast it. Like people at the hospitals will be taking photos with them. It's like they're just doing it to they're not doing it to show like oh I'm helping people at 
I'm visiting kids like they're just doing it to do it, not to broadcast it. You know it's what I mean? Like, it's not like they go to a uh, like help people at like a shelter and they're like, hey, make sure you take a photo of me yeah. helping people. Okay, yeah. cool. Exactly. Next up, Austin Butler is going to be hosting SNL this week with musical guest Lizzo. Looks like it's going to be a great show. They have a great, uh, they have a really funny um, promo video with Austin where he says he walks up to stage in slow motion, like looking all cool and confident. And then a PA runs over and gives him a, a goblin mask. And he says, okay, you'll be playing the goblin in this scene. And then Butler just puts it on. He's like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> I can't wait to see him uh, doing live sketches, though. Can't wait to see him as Fired Routh and Dune. Uh, moving on to Ryan Johnson news. He wants to return to Star Wars and make some more Star Wars movies. So the original trilogy he was tapped to do, it's not um, basically, it's not confirmed to be in production anymore. So I think that he's been hoping to try and get back into that. Lucasfilm obviously hired him to make a trilogy after The Last Jedi, but I think the poor response to that film, they kind of shut down that production, moved to TV to focus on other stories. So I, it looks like he's basically trying to pitch himself to do it again by getting these news things out there. Yeah, it seems like it. Like stretching his feel, like feelers and his PR team must be like, hey, let's throw a, throw a story like this. So yeah. uh, I'm sure, I mean, he can make something really cool. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think he's a very talented guy. And then final bit of news, our live show is on January 21st, 2023. That is a Saturday at noon. It's going to be in Los Angeles at a beautiful theater called the Dynasty Typewriter. You can get tickets for in-person, but if you can't make it to Los Angeles, you can still tune into our live show online with our partners at Moments. All you have to do is go to moments.co slash Raiders of the Lost. All these links for tickets are also in our Instagram bio and the bios of the videos and episodes. And there you can get your tickets online for a much cheaper price than in person. And you can tune into the show live broadcast as it's happening in Los Angeles, wherever you are. And we planned it so it's a Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific time, January 21st, so that everyone around the world has the opportunity to tune into the show because it'll be 8 p.m. in the UK. It'll be 7 a.m. in Australia, I believe, on Sunday, the yeah, next, the yeah. following day, because you guys are in the future. So that, <laughs> so everyone has an opportunity to watch this with us in, in Los Angeles as we're performing on stage. It's going to be so much fun. But again, you can still get in-person tickets at DynastyTypewriter.com or again, moment.co slash Raiders of the Lost for the digital live stream, digital experience tickets online. Yeah, and tickets for the Moment live stream are only $12, and you'll be, get access to the entire show. And in-person tickets are going to be $35. So prices, are, I, th I think, are very affordable. We're very excited to join everyone for the show, to see people there. And to also, when you're going to be, if you're going to be live streaming, it, there's going to be a chat box. We'll be able to interact with you. We'll be able to communicate with you while on stage. And so you'll be involved in the show just as much as the people there in person. Cannot wait to see you all in person and online as we do this awesome experience event. It's going to be epic. Live all right, take care, everybody. See you next time. Raiders of the Lost podcast is a mirror image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.